way to being the youngest chief financial officer this company had ever seen. Granted, Benacare Co. was a small, independent health insurance company, but I was making my mark. As the assistant vice president of financial operations, I was two steps away from my goal. But I was tired. Maybe the listless, restless thing was my body's way of telling me to slow it down. Slow down for whom and for what? What was I in a rush to get home to? Most of my friends were either married or on the same crazy cutthroat corporate merry-go-round I was. I was too restless to curl up with a book. Maybe I'd watch a movie, soak in a long bath. Irritated with myself, I closed the folder that was in front of me and turned away. As I swiveled my chair toward the window, I looked out on the late summer night. Chicago was on the tail end of a heat wave. Downtown Chicago was full of people enjoying the balmy, breezy weather. Across the street, I saw a couple coming out of the new coffee shop on the corner. The couple looked happy and carefree, clutching each other with one hand and their coffee with the other. The sign reading Jay's Coffee Cafe bathed them in an electric blue and green light. Suddenly, I wanted what they had. Their togetherness, their apparent happiness, a shared jovial moment. I sighed. You have to give to get. You have to look to find. And I hadn't been doing much of either lately. Maybe I couldn't get that happy couple vibe right away. But for now, I'd settle for their coffee. By the time I packed up my desk, got downstairs, crossed the street, and entered the coffee shop, there were no other customers. Actually, looking around, there didn't appear to be any workers there either. Hello? I called out. We're closing up, a deep voice called out from the back. I was inexplicably disappointed as if the promise of that light-hearted moment could truly be found in a cup of coffee. Story of my life, I said to no one in particular and pivoted back toward the door. Excuse me? The voice sounded closer. I swiveled back around and stopped dead in my tracks. A flash of pure heat passed through me, awakening nerve endings and receptors that had been long dormant. In front of me stood a specimen of maleness that could only be described one way. Hotness. The kind of hotness that burned right through common sense and rational thought. In the times I had visited this coffee shop, I had never seen him. And believe me, I would have remembered. He was gorgeous in an, oh my God, where did you come from kind of way the kind that takes your breath away and leaves you just slightly off balance. He was a beautiful, exotic blend of European and African-American ancestry and had a Derek Jeter kind of vibe, without all the unnecessary polish. Raw, earthy, and did I say brutally hot? Light green eyes framed with thick lashes, wavy brown hair closely cropped to his head, full lips set into a square jawline currently softened with a smile. He was a solid block of a man, 
at just six feet tall with the muscles of a gym regular. Flat front khakis and a navy polo with the shop's logo imprinted stretched easily across his frame. He had the look of what I'd call a man's man. Even while wearing a bright pink apron and clutching a purple mug decorated with green hearts, The longer I studied him, the more he studied me. I knew what he saw. A curvy woman, busty, with hips that could politely be called generous. A true hourglass figure, no matter how hard I fought against it. I was taller than average, with caramel-colored skin and thick wavy hair of the same color curling past my shoulders. A rounded face, often referred to as cute, with wide, light brown eyes and a pouty mouth with no gloss left on it from this morning. And there we both stood.